0: hi everybody and welcome back to brunch and slay i am your host amira sane and i'm here today with celebrity stylist ty hunter thank you for joining us ty
1: hey no thank you
0: Yes. Many of you may know Ty. Well, I'm sure you do know Ty from being a celebrity stylist and from styling icon Beyonce. Uh Um, Everyone knows him from working with her and for basically molding her style. And we've watched her evolution over the years. Um, Of course, that is a major accolade and his resume speaks for itself. But what truly attracted me to Ty upon meeting him was his energy.
1: Aww. Um,
0: you don't meet a lot of people who work in the realm where he works and have been exposed to the things he has uh, that has the energy that just seeps out of him. Literally, it's magnetic.
1: Oh, <laughs> um, uh, thank, so thank you.
0: you no, <laughs> thank you for sharing it. Seriously. It's like uh, meeting you literally gave me chills.
1: Ah, that's beautiful. Yeah, thank uh, you. B-
0: because when you're out here and you're an entrepreneur A lot of times you have these pep talks with yourself and you think, am I doing the right thing? Right. You know, treating people the way I want to be treated. um, Where is that going to take me? Should I work harder? Should I cut corners? But just being in the room with you and hearing you speak upon taking the high road, um, just literally gave me confirmation and just affirmed everything I already knew to be true. So thank Uh, you for being so honest and transparent.
1: uh, Thank you. I'm glad you were able to come. Thank you.
0: Yeah. So uh, of course, in researching and digging and trying to find new things to talk about with you for this interview, Mm -hmm. you said something that really resonated with me. uh, And I'd love for you to talk a little bit about it. You said that when you meet people, you want to put your stamp on people and make sure that they remembered you regardless of their station in life. And because you never know where people may go. What led you to that way of thinking and that way of that action?
1: You know, like I said, I had to learn on my own, but a lot of times a lot of people are just so, you know, doesn't want to be around the who's who at the time. And a lot of times not knowing that the person who you're overlooking or stepping up, you know, pushing aside to get to that person will be that person one day. You know what I mean? Everything that's up doesn't always stay up. Everything down will always stay down. So it's always important to make sure that you put your stamp on people and and it's like acknowledge people and let them know that i see you too
0: yeah yeah now as a texas boy
1: yeah uh, that's the.
0: (laughs) who don't know uh ty is from austin texas one of my favorite cities here in texas Mm -hmm. uh when you came up and before you even dabbled in the world of fashion did you always feel like you were definitely destined for greater things
1: you know, I, I always knew that I wanted to do more and be more. But the crazy thing is that, like I s- spoke about, family and friends always saw more in me before I even saw it in myself. Like my cousins who, you know, the bad ones that sold drugs. they always like, don't have that around Ty. You know, they always treated me and, and always saw something in me before I even saw it in myself. So I think that's kind of how it came with my family and friends just you know, seeing better, and 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 me just living my life and being Thai and just being who I am, not knowing that I had a gift as far as you know, touching people the way I did, and and just and I've always been into fashion. I've always um, I made best dress in school a lot, and I've always like always went school shopping with some of my friends and did like little projects or whatever. So to start young and I did hair too, I didn't get a license to do it, but I always did hair. I end up cutting all everybody's hair. I hate doing hair now because my family took advantage of that. They would call me at certain times, two in the morning, what, 12 o'clock, you know, can you, (laughs) can you color my hair? Can you give me a cut? So um, when I end up meeting Miss Tina, it's like God placed me where all of my, my, my gifts were used at once, you know, in one spot.
0: Yeah. Now, prior to meeting Miss Tina, you were working two jobs, right?
1: Yep. I worked at, um, when I met Miss Tina, I worked at Boyaka. It was a clothing store that was kind of like, they played Bob Marley every day, had a waterfall in the store. It was a chill vibe. I worked there and I also worked at a TJ Maxx around the corner um, after hours. And so I kind of like went to you know, worked both of those jobs before I met Miss Tina. But Miss Tina walked in the Booyaka store um, and being that, and this is when I moved to Houston, Texas, by the way, from Austin, Texas, which is four hours away. And she would just kind of gave me that motherly instinct. And like, we just immediately hit it off. And being that I was away from my mom, we just built a relationship. And whenever she came to the store, whenever things looked like the four girls, I would give her a call. She became my, you know, um, the, my, I was the go-to whenever there was things for the four girls I would call her she was my customer at the time
0: and that's awesome that you cultivated that relationship and saw that you could potentially do more even if it wasn't for that relationship and yeah. I love that you share and it didn't start off peaches and cream
1: no not at all you know, two jobs <laughs> well, you're
0: far from that now but there's people out there now who are thinking oh i'm never gonna see light at the end of the tunnel i'm never gonna reach that goal but you hear ty right now saying that he worked for this Yeah, he didn't just wake up and it happened um, he put a lot of time and energy into becoming the tie that we all know now and it was not overnight.
1: <laughs> and the amazing thing is like Destiny's Child were like neighborhood superstars. They had no, no, no had just took off. Um, so they wasn't the mega stars that we know them of today. And I wasn't the celebrity stylist that you know of today and Miss Tina, you know, she had owned a hair salon, but the girls, she would spend time making sure because it was hard to pull clothes for them. So she made everything. And at the time, a lot of the girl groups and the girls wanted to, you know, it was cool to like a boy like you dress up like a boy the oversized (laughs) overalls cross colors was out you know all the girls dressed like boys so she wanted to bring the old hollywood glamour back and have women be you know in that period of time and um that's i think that's how a lot of eyes got on them too just from all the custom pieces that she created before the girls were able to pull from anyone
0: yeah yeah so a lot of the things you create typically are just ahead of the time. You know, yep. oftentimes you see things that you put out there and it's like,
1: man, <laughs> I, even,
0: I can't even say think about it. How do you think of it? Because it's just like, it's clear that it's inspired. Yeah. What do you do when you're feeling empty and you really need to cre- get those juices flowing to find something to you know motivate you?
1: You know, me personally, I believe in it's okay to have a downtime, like be depressed, give yourself a day. If you have to go right on your mirror in your restroom, it's like, okay, you that was yesterday. It's a new day, whatever it takes. And with me personally, when I was down, I, would, I wouldn't I would go to drugs or alcohol. I would go do photo shoots with my friend as a photographer um, to help me get through You know that time or whatever. So you have to find your vice and know what it is to help you personally get through what you're going through but that was my thing I would go do photo shoots with my friend I would literally put a rolling rack in my living room put outfits together of all my stuff go thrift shopping and literally go out and do photo shoots and that was my way to get back on track and feel better about myself and then also writing things down uh, a journal and step away sometime I go to the park um, Central Park by myself with my journal and write down things that I'm trying to knock out, knock out, or whatever. You know, just find that getaway because a lot of times you could be in, it could be your environment, you, the house, your family, and people like that. A lot of times you can't tell people what you're trying to do because they will discourage you and put you in a, another direction. So a lot of times you have to make solid moves and tell everybody after, you know, let them see the bang, you know?
0: Yeah, so that's a good start. How did you? figure out that it's best to make silent moves. Like at what point in your journey did you realize, you know what, this isn't working for me. I got to figure out some other
1: way to do it. It's just everything that I, every t- time that I tried to step away from the norm or something that was routine that everybody was used to, including myself, um, you know, that whole routine nine to five, go to work, whatever. And I had a great job. I was in the medical field. I worked at a uh, company called Carbomedics. They made artificial heart valves and I made really good money for my age. And my mom, you know, loved me. And she was like, you know, that's a great job. The benefits you can't, you know, why would you try to, you know, just being a mother, um, and I was like, "This is just not for me." I'm, I just know when it get, when it gets to a point where you're not sleeping right and you're tossing and turning and you're just very, very unhappy. Do I a stay in this and pretend that I'm, you know, happy and make this work and then wait a couple of years from down the line? And I'm like, "Why didn't I make this move?" Versus me tr- stepping out on faith and making a move. If it don't work, go back and you know keep going. But you got to keep going till you find your happiness.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that faith muscle muscle is strong.
1: (laughs) Very, very. And I know he'll work it out like, you know, you always going to be able to look back on something.
0: Oh, yeah. So you've exercised that faith muscle more so recently. Um, Well, obviously you do it throughout your life and your journey, but you have totally gone into a new area and created something new. Mm -hmm. Um, Tell us about Serve Fresh.
1: Oh, Fresh is the first collaboration I did um, after the On The Run tour. It was like, you got three months off. So it's like, do I go on vacation or do I kind of knock out some of the goals and things that I want to do? And so um, I had a lot of big companies come up to me and offer me, you know, huge deals or whatever. But I met the Surf Fresh family and it's something about just them being they were in New York and I'm able to not just put my name on something that's already created. I'm able to go through the whole, you know, system of creating and designing, and that's why I chose them. And I and also they were a small business, and I wanted to help them, you know, grow as well. So that was the first thing that I did, um, and it went really well. It was everywhere, and it's still online right now. New new um, looks and stuff online and then after that was the um emojis. I was the first emoji with Johnny Nunez photography and I'm probably still probably the only one that's not a cartoon. I actually <laughs> actually had to go make these crazy faces and the rest of my body you know, they they made it it was real photos and if you go to your app store, it's their Ty hunter uh, emojis and it's free. Um and then um since I was already in the tech world they created the Tie Light, which was the phone case that um was good for the selfies, it was a light phone case, um, from the tie light and what else? Oh, President Obama's My Brother's Keeper initiative. I was part of that whole movement, um, which was amazing, just a step out of what I was known for styling. And then I created the 602 line, um, which was tie-hunted by Reflex, it was a, a, a women's athleisure line. And I'm currently working on my book and other things I can't talk about. But, it, you know, the thing is, I want everybody to walk away with this, is that it's okay to want more. It's okay to do more and in, instead of putting all your eggs in one basket.
0: Oh, absolutely. And you kind of touched on a little bit about turning down opportunities. Everything isn't for you, even when it is a big name yeah. or a brand. And you've said something before about how you've turned down opportunities for um TV in different roles because people wanted you to necessarily tear people down Yeah, and you felt that it was important to not tear women down. If a woman feels great in her skin, then she should be celebrated. Yeah. Why is it that you, I guess, what is it that makes you see that about women as opposed to what's the norm or what's fabulous now, you know, because the internet and social media basically has made it so cool to tell people what's not good about them.
1: Right. And, I, you know, and I just think I pray that we get to the day that that's just so lame, you know, because it's just hard for women as it is. And social media is making it worse. And, you know, who am who are we to judge the woman who spent her hard on cash? She's nominated for something and she spent on hair, makeup and glam and she feel beautiful to listen to other people tear her down the next day. I just don't get it. I, I, I've never got that whole thing at all because. I mean, she feels beautiful and we should celebrate. And I do get... I feel like shows like that should be more... you know, you could tell when someone's not confident and you could tell when someone just put on something that a stylist say, girl, this is how I put this on versus have say so in something. And that's what I want to encourage women to. You might have a great stylist, but you need to be part of the whole thing because it's your brand at the end of the day. And so if you don't feel comfortable in something, you need to speak up. You need to feel beautiful and, you know, inside and outside when you wear garments, the clothes shouldn't make you.
0: Mm, I love it. And so where does all this confidence come from? Something tells me you were like born with
1: confidence. Where's all this like going?
0: <laughs> well, it's just the energy. <laughs>
1: I, I have to say I, my mom's a single parent. She raised me and my brother and she was beyond amazing. And just having strong black women, my my godmother, my grandmother, my great-grandmother. I was, you know, I had strong women who instilled a lot of this in me and, and just growing up, like, I've been on the the person bashing you side to the you know I've been on I'm I've turned forty five this year so you know I think once you get to a certain age you have to learn to grow up and you know mature and I feel like I don't know I just prefer to be happy and I prefer to make people happy versus knocking people down and I just think that when you do those things that's a temporary uh if you want longevity in the business being positive people will remember someone who does something great for them versus someone who did something nasty they're gonna remember both but trust mm-hmm. me you when it comes around you might need that person that you just bashed
0: oh absolutely absolutely so you mentioned that you were working on a book
1: mm-hmm.
0: when can we expect that
1: uh i'm shooting for early part next year yeah
0: so how's this process been this is something totally new to you
1: yeah it's 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 beyond i'm so excited i can't talk about too much because it's going to be a surprise but it has been a journey and it's been an awesome thing it's very therapeutic too oh
0: yeah and you've been traveling a lot and sharing your knowledge yeah you headed to next
1: um i've been touring with claire i'm part of fashion bomb daily so me and claire have been doing cocktails with claire and ty hunter and then also my partner raquel smith who also styled with me we um travel with Less talk and i've been traveling with essence and Ford as well just telling people you know my story and just letting them talk about transitioning and stepping out on faith
0: oh yeah yeah so of course we have folks who will be tuning in and listening and wanting to know any information you can pass on to them about how to get into the fashion industry how to launch their stylist career any little nuggets that you can share
1: I, you know, the thing I tell people to walk away from, I was a country boy in Austin, Texas, where I'll think I don't even know what celebrities we had was with Yolanda <laughs> Adams and Kirk Franklin. You know, uh, the thing is, just don't let your environment keep you from living your goals and dreams and dreams. You don't have to start out with a mega group, or mega star. You can start out with the neighborhood superstars. Even, like, I tell just, you know, who's your favorite person in your hometown? Work with them. Style them. You know, even from doing closets to styling them and just getting out like that and just learning, you know... just learning what your what your craft is and don't let no one steal you from that. Because a lot of times you might have a certain styling technique. And the thing is, when you're doing stuff, especially like for editorial and stuff, you have to just stick to your guns until you get. and you might get turned out a bunch of times. But if you have a certain way of your step or your signature where you style things, stick to it and make people understand it and get it later. They might get it later. You know what I mean? So just don't change that. And when you're styling people, also learn to understand what the insecurities are and learn learn that it's more than just the clothes you got to learn i hate color or i i don't like this and your goal is to make them to get to a point where they're going to love color but you got to meet them halfway just because it's look number 32 in the hot collection don't mean it's right for that person so learn the person and learn what the insecurities are and learn what what they like and what they don't like and your your goal is to put a little tweak on that put your stamp on that but you still got to learn to meet people halfway
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. So as you evolve and you work, you're working on so many neat and upcoming projects, where do you see yourself five years from now?
1: Uh, I see myself filthy rich, <laughs> <laughs> sitting on the phone with you and uh, have about seven, to eight things making money while I'm on the phone with you. That's my that home sounds fabulous. <laughs>
0: Where are we going? <laughs>
1: no,
0: I think um, I, I, will, I really, really wish that more people would be more open and willing to accept different opportunities and be willing to give back. I think that's so amazing about you and Claire um, that you both really want to help other people shine
1: yeah and that's how you stay blessed too and that's the thing people don't get you holding all this on and you're not passing it on um, what happens when you leave and so the whole thing is why you here you have to stamp people and and you know let people know that i see you and acknowledge them and if you had, if you're able to help anybody you help them and again the like i talked about closed mouth don't get fed and i'm on your your podcast right now so it's the thing is when you have the opportunity to talk to someone or ask questions or whatever you have to take it because what happens is when you leave from there and you didn't have you was in the room with oprah and you didn't try to say nothing you're gonna live with that nightmare for the rest of your life versus you went up to whoever you admire you was in the room with them and they were at uh, a hole versus i didn't go up to them so you know when you get the opportunity you have to take it
0: so, what was your moment since? And we're not even speaking about you know your phenomenal career working with Queen Bee, mm-hmm. But what's been your moment where you exercised that muscle outside of that space?
1: Of just helping people.
0: No, where you were the person who spoke up and asked someone
1: uh, to uh, guide you. Or I would to... definitely say Miss Tina was you know the one of the people who I, and then meeting Obama like. Just everything that he told me as well. Just I, I'm not I never I never look at celebrity as somebody better than me. I, I look at them, you know, like I can act, definitely express the people that I admire that I know I can get there, too. So when you when you with people that you consider great and you admire, you have to speak up and don't be afraid.
0: And you have said that uh, former President Obama was a person who kind of helped you flex that muscle by asking you, you know, so you're what's next after being Beyonce's.
1: Yeah, exactly. It. Yeah. It woke me right up. So it's like, you know, a lot of times, we, like I said, we get so caught up in just living, you know, just living and not and knowing that there's other things you want to do. So even in the process of just living and, and paying bills and stuff, you still can give at least an hour to a day to something else that you're trying to do so when when it comes time for you to do it you you don't have to do so much you're almost there you know what i'm saying
0: mm-hmm. so what legacy do you want to leave behind
1: you know i i, I just I, even through social media it's, it's good and bad but I, I i feel like so many people come up to me and it's like you helped me get through this and because of you you did that As long as it continues to be that kind of thing, that's what I'm happy about. I'm proud of who Tyhanna, what I stand for now.
0: I love that. And and I can't thank you enough for shining your light and sharing your light with us today. Um, Where can people follow you and find you?
1: All my social media is is tytryone, T-Y-T-R-Y-O-N-E. A lot of people think it's Ty ty (laughs) Tyrone, but it's tytryone, T-Y-T-R-Y-O-N-E. Like I said, and I I check DMs when I'm able to, and, you know, I try to help as many people as I can.
0: Yes, yes, and thank you so much, and I wish you continued success and beyond even what you can imagine.
1: Thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you. This has been great.
0: Thank you. And you have an awesome week.
1: All right. You too, my love.
0: Oh, thank you. And until next time, guys, this has been Brunch and Slay and have an awesome day.